What up, world? It's your boy Rio. And your boy E Fights. And this is the Tinted Reality Show. Let's, Let's go. What's good, big dog? What's good, big homie? At it, Tinted Reality Show, episode number 12. What a glory to hell. Oh man, that was good to be back, brother. I swear, man. Like the week just drags by, and I'm always yeah. excited to get back on the show, man. And then it flies by when we record. Because <laughs> then you're always looking at like, shit, is people listening to this shit? <laughs> yeah. At least I am. I'd be like, how many clicks today? Shout out to everybody that's been tuning in, been rocking with us since day one. We appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? You're on the ground floor, something special. Stay along for the ride, baby. Again, you can hit us at IG, Tinted Reality Show. Twitter, at Tinted Reality Show. Gmail, Tinted Reality Show at gmail.com. You're going to hit us at your mama house, Tinted Reality Show. We everywhere. Soon, we'll have a new home to store all our stuff. Yes, sir. Stay tuned. Big things Stay in the work. We always networking, man, like we always do. Man. Exactly. So, like, this week, it's kind of like, Again, so much stuff happening in the world, so it's kind of like where to start, man. So I just, just keep it organic for the people out there and just kind of ease our way into it, man. I mean, but we, the elephant in the room is obviously the thing that's been killing up the socials, been Will and Jada, that whole entanglement toboggle. <laughs> that's been mad crazy. Um, man. Yeah, so I don't, yeah, about that, you know. Go ahead and breathe on it. I don't want to breathe on it, man. I just want to kind of brush by, do a little drive-by on it. I don't even want to spend too much time on it, man, because there's, there's really pressing matters in the world that deserve our insight. You know sure. what I mean? But that thing right there is, uh, I don't know. It, it, at first, I didn't know what to think, man, but when they came out with the little red table talk about it, you know, it must be good to have money. When you can create a new classification of infidelity called entanglement, you know, it must be, it must exactly. be, yeah, that's kind of how Because if they was fighting over money and, oh man, you know what I'm saying, paying bills and then to throw something like that on top of it, it ain't going to be no damn entanglement. Nah, bro. It could be a knockdown drag out. Yeah, it ain't going to be so cordial at the table. So me and my wife was talking about it and she was like, well, I don't know why, you know, he would put up. I said, you know, Will understands the power of family. And I think that he's he's willing to suffer. I shouldn't say suffer, man, because I'm sure, you know, you hear crap over throughout the years and rumors about how they get down or whatever the case may be. Right. But that's neither here nor there. My thing right. is, if that's your thing, then that's your thing. You know, who am I to say, hell, anything for that matter about it. These are just our two cents. You know what I'm saying? So right. I guess my whole take would be, mind your damn business. I, if anybody I'm upset with is the boy August, man. I felt like he... He let the cat out of the bag, man. Why would you, like, where they do that at, He's been holding that for five years, though. Bro, he should have held it for five more. Like, it didn't cost him nothing to hold that shit. First thing I, I think said. He, I think, I think he, he was tired of being asked about it and being political. He just wanted to be real. Man. Which is something that a dude normally don't do. Dude you normally lie to the grave, like, you know what I'm saying? That's my, I think that's my thing, too. Um... I, obviously, if that was an arrangement, right, between the three of them or the four of them or whatever, the family in general, right, right 
and and you're gonna let the cat out of the bag when somebody asks you a question or something like that, I think that's a discussion that you have to have with the other people involved prior to, because I think it's it's a tad bit selfish that you force them into answering the question and coming to the, the table about it when they may not otherwise been ready to do so. You know what I'm saying? Or they, they, they could have all came to the table together. Or they could have came to the table together. But I I think I felt like he forced their hand. You know what I mean? And I was like, like, bro, sleep on that shit, man. Some shit you just gotta ride to the grave with, bro. But there's, you can't be mad at him for being authentic, bro. Like I'm not. That's my thing. You can't be mad at him for being authentic. I'm not mad at him. I understand no snitching, you know what I'm saying? It's not even live your bro. life. I'm saying there's levels to this shit. And if you, yeah. you you smashing on that plane, <laughs> right? You smashing on that plane, that gotta come with a certain level of discretion, my friend. I'm just saying. Maybe he felt it was gonna take him to another level and it never did. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, fuck it, it didn't do nothing for me. But you knew that getting into it. At the end the of the man, day. The man seemed like he was in love, bruh. Bruh, stop. What are you, how old is he then? 20 something? 23. Yeah, he does that puppy love, man. I mean, but you gotta think she probably put it on or something them young girls won't do it. <laughs> you know what? You nasty. And I hadn't considered that. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. But I just felt like the homie should have just rolled with that one, man, and just kept it, kept it organic, bro, and just let sleeping dogs lie. And, uh, my autofocus is jacked up. Let Sleeping Dogs Lie just did his thing. I think got worse, huh? I'm going to put it like this. Jason, tell us, look high speed. Do what your paycheck can handle. That's it. And my paycheck can't handle no entanglement, so I don't even want to talk Bruh, about it. Bro, for real. <laughs> it ain't something that's in my peripheral. All right, people will look at this podcast on YouTube and be like, why is this dude so blurry? Hey, all right. It'll, it'll, it'll auto-focus. Yeah, it'll But it's weird that it's doing that right now. I don't know why it's... Focus on me. Anyway, but yeah. I don't know. We get, we, we, we gave that 30 seconds too much. Yeah, that was enough. Probably would have, should have, man, because there's obviously so much going on in the world, man. Um, every single day you come up, it's just something new, bro. Your, your presidential candidate dropped out. Ooh, my man Kanye 2020. Why you my dudes, man? <laughs> Kanye to the. It's all game, good. Game man. recognized game. You think that's what it was off the rip? Yeah. There you go. Game recognized game. I swear, I switched camera But uh, yeah, man. Because uh, and, and we discussed that. Like you gotta have. You gotta have certain stuff in order. You just can't come jump out talking about I'm running, bro. Like, if that's the case, everybody be on the right end ballot type of joint. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Because he didn't. They said didn't follow the, the proper paperwork to even be included on the ballot in many of the states. So I'm like, if you gonna roll out, bro. If you gonna announce announce with a team, announce with a rollout, plan the whole shebang. Like, get it from the get. You know what I mean? Let cats know that you're serious about this thing. And that you ain't fucking around because right now we don't have time to play around. We don't have time to be splitting votes and you know jacking votes from other other candidates or what have you. Nobody got time for that, bro. You're all over the place and like right now there's some serious stuff going on in the world right now. And your leadership game gotta be tight. I think we gotta we gotta get out of the business of electing entertainers 
to exactly. be our to be our leaders, bro. Like, not, and that's no knock on entertainers because obviously they're very complex individuals. Well, they may come with a multitude of skills and attributes. So I give them that that do. But in the that same does. sense, I need somebody that thing right now, man. That's that's one that can lead. That two can handle stuff under pressure on a global scale. They don't speak. Some, yeah, you know what I mean. That's, <laughs> bro, they they can speak complete sentences. Without hyperbole, like I need all of that. They could own up to when they make a mistake. There you go. Somebody that can be factual and real, but they say some shit out of pocket. You know? Yeah, it's gonna be like, hey man, I know I said that shit last week. Uh, my bad. Turns out, not, not turn into a five year old where it's like, I never said that. What you say? My mom didn't tell you that. No. That's my thing, bro. It's like, yo, you you know they recording you, right? Like you the president of the United States. They recording you. The crazy thing is nobody call them on that bullshit. Bro, I think right now we have, we're in the twilight zone and we're in, we're at the point where the the media, right, like everybody bashes the media, but I think we're at the point where the media reminds you every single day how inept and how incompetent this guy is. And you, if you are against him, not say against him, but just don't agree with him. I don't think nobody's, truly against right. that office. But if you disagree with him, you don't need to be convinced anymore. The media just need to kind of just flash in the pan onto the more pressing matters, right? And right. I think if you if you are on a team, you are on a squad, you're not changing your mind at this point. If you are riding with this current president, there's nothing that has that. not been said in the last three years or nothing yeah. has not been done that's gonna change your mind, bro. It's just not point blank period. Everything is out there. Take your pick of any topic, indiscretion, or what have you. If you haven't crossed over yet, you ain't crossing over. You like ride together, die together, bad boys for yeah, life. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just think the media just got to stop spending so much time giving credence to whatever cocky mammy bullshit that flies out of the guy's mouth, you know, on a daily basis, bro. I'm t- I, quite frankly, I'm just tired of hearing it, man. And the I mean, crazy thing is like one thing a week, like he, his face is crazy. Bro, oh this place is crazy. You can do it off Twitter alone. Exactly. Just look at the Twitter feed and whether, like, who's checking this guy's sources, bro? Like, you got, like, for real, you retweeting shit from, you know, known supremacists and all this weird shit, and, like, take it back like my bag, like millions of people. And, and that's the thing right there. So you put something out there and get, you know, test the waters, you get backlash from it, and they say, your team finally convinces you to take it down, but it already had its effects. You know, I need, my, I need my president to be more calculated than that. You know what I mean? Not just, well, let me post this out there because Chuck Willery fucking said this about fucking Dr. Fauci. Like, like, come on, bro. But when, when you're the puppet and not the puppeteer, right? You, you ready fire? You ready fire? You don't ready fire anything. You fire ready Hmm. I got you, but yeah, that thing is problematic at its at, at its on face value. You ain't even got to dig deep to see, you know, the division, the 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 attempt uh, to divide in any of those words that come out across that Twitter feed. There's exactly. nothing. Uh, I, I have matter of fact, I had yet to see anything in regards to healing or every opportunity that this guy has been given to be 
a leader. Every national, every, every, God, man, anything gun violence related, anything economic related, anything to fix infrastructure, anything. Anything, uh, force of nature. Yeah, just natural disaster. The way he created Puerto Rico. Bro, like any single thing, every opportunity that the, the world has granted him to step up, put America, you know, in the forefront of the world again, to be respected globally again, he's taking a back seat to. Just like, eh, yeah, but that would, like, that would require me to read. <laughs> That's kind yeah. of. You know what kind of makes me upset? Mm. Is the fact that he come out with tweets every week. He stick this dude literally sticks his foot in his mouth once a week. Once a week, bro. You... All Biden has to be is the common sense. That's it. Every time this dude tweets something crazy or say something crazy, I would just come out with a tweet or a little message and say, a little hey. blurb that says the opposite, and then you're good. Exactly. <laughs> but oh, you, you went over so many hearts and minds with that, bro. You you would. And I think that's why he is where he is right now. If you look at the landscape, politically, Biden not out there tearing it up. I see some on Twitter from no. him here and there. But he's letting Trump defeat himself. He He's letting him dig himself into a political grave, so to speak, every single day. He's just like, eh, he did it again. He gave he's it not galvanizing the people to vote for him. And that's where we messed up in yeah. 16. Yeah. So people was like, well... I don't know about this Trump thing, but I don't really want to vote for Hillary, so I'm just going to stay at home. We bro, can't stay at home, bro. We we do not have that luxury this time around. Despite voter depre- de- suppression that probably mm-hmm. is going to try to What's in, your cup? What's in your cup, fella? You get it? Well, I was going to say depression. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, that we need to be out there. We need to be out there regardless. Bro, if, if right now, if there are people like Politics is not a spectator sport, bro. And if you if you're on the sideline right now, you're you're a part of the problem. You got to get in the freaking game. At this point, there's there's no standardbys in in this arena right now. You got to be in the fray because I think America's image internally and globally is at stake in this next election. And I think that um, we have lost so much ground when the world used to look toward America to lead in a crisis. I don't think the world has that confidence anymore. And that's, that's problematic on several levels, bro. I said, you know that, that just, it is what it is, man. So I don't know what Biden, who he got in, in mind in terms of running mate, man, but I hope she's a home run, bro. The quality of leadership has declined drastically. I say in the last twenty years, other than Obama, you think that you think that the quality of leadership has declined, or we stop expecting expecting more and accepting less. I think it's more on the people, um, because there's no way. Well, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I know locally, we have no expectation because there's people mm-hmm. that have been in office 16, 20 years. And ain't and ain't the fucking pothole in twenty years. Exactly. <laughs> so I know locally we we've accepted whatever was in front of us, and that has to stop. And I think we're getting that way nationally. We're getting we're getting lazy. Yeah. We're getting really lazy. We're getting uh, very presidentially lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
the lack of civil engagement for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Uh, uh, case in point. So, you know, when the, when you have a soldier that's from another place of Nigeria or wherever other country, and they're, they're getting their citizenship while they're serving, right? Mm -hmm. And they're taking Mexico. these tests. And I recall one time, man, one of my soldiers, uh, he's from Mexico, he's taking his test as a natural citizen, the naturalization test, the citizenship. Naturalization, yep. Yeah, so they're going over this stuff in the, about American history, who, when, when, where, why, that type of stuff, man. So he's asking me questions, and I'm like, yeah, did you know? Boom, 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 boom. The guy looked at me and said, hey, Sard, uh, I asked a lot of people that, and they didn't, they didn't know the answer to that. And I said, because when you live in America, you're not forced to learn these things. Hey, you're you just, not taught them. Yeah, you, 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 and you may have been taught them, depending on what state you're in. Shout out to Texas, not saying slavery, you know, <laughs> they're paid, paid servants. But uh, just looking at the landscape, man, we take so many freedoms for granted. And I think that there's just so much ignorance to go around. You know what I mean? I think I either on purpose or not on purpose. It's just like, ah, I'm American. I don't, I don't even fucking know that shit. I don't need to be civilly engaged. My vote doesn't matter anyway. You know, people, they they have this, this mindset, man. And I think those, the the people with the weird ideologies or, you know, just people that's coming from the far left or the far right, they're galvanized to move, bro. They're not fucking around. They want somebody out there that's going to speak to them directly and do their bidding, you know? They understand the importance of government. Yeah, and that's crazy, right? Yeah. Because, yeah, you, you think people on the fringes of society would, you know, like, they want less government. <laughs> you know what I mean? I but think they, they, they understand that the power behind having somebody, if you're going to have a government regardless, then have somebody in there that, that represents your views and your ideas. I think it's because we, for several generations, we've had a government in place that didn't look out. Mm. They did the residential redlining that kept black folks and white folks separated. If you want to know why you're afraid of me, it's because you never walked out your door and I was outside playing. You, yeah, you never saw you me. You know what I'm saying? You never saw me. And that was done through governmental regulation. That's true. You Red know, so, so stuff like that, exactly. It's stuff the same like thing that. With gentrification. How about I say going to school? Yeah. I, I, I literally passed four or five different ele elementary schools to go to one that was segregated. And this is in the eighties. Wow. This is in the eighties. Wow. I drove forty-five minutes to school like every you day. You pass schools to get. Yeah, to I'm passing schools. That's I don't live crazy. in the country. I live in the city. That's so, crazy. Yeah. All because I so I can say I went to a school with like it. Not one or two, like 15, 15 were in my class. Yeah, I'm from a small town where it's like, no motherfucker, you going to this school. <laughs> right. And I had soldiers from like Alabama, Mississippi. They might have they might have seen one black person. They didn't know any. Yeah. So like for them to come in and the culture shock of it being Spanish people, they were scared. Yeah. Because it's the unknown. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And 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 that's what redlining causes. It causes food. And that's what they want. That's so crazy. And I think there's some some along with that, there's some personal responsibility as well, because 
it's easy to draw a box around yourself and, and, and you know, push up those bars and build those trenches around yourself and around your family because, you know, we're not, we're only so, what, one or two generations removed from like a lot of landmark decisions in this country, whether it be the Civil Rights Movement, Voting Rights Act, you know, like we're, we're not that far away, even with this, you know, millenniums and Generation Z's and whatever new generation, like we're, we're the grandchildren of those people who experienced that. And many of our grandparents are still alive. Exactly. So that being said, testimonies. yeah, they absolutely. So when, when change is moving slowly, you still got people alive that remember like the redlining, the busting, like Kamala Harris was getting in Biden's ass about on the uh, on the stage during the debates. So yeah, we I think it's the the change is coming though. That's the beautiful thing about it. And again, again and again, other people see that who have different ideas on what America should look like. And I think it's like you said, it's fleeting in the last episode, exactly. and they're fearful of they won't be included somehow. You know what I mean? And which I completely do not understand because black culture is so at, inclusive. I'm sorry. I said black culture is so inclusive. Absolutely, absolutely. Don't get me wrong. Now we probably got some old weirdos out there, but for the most part, I every black person I know. It loves everybody and that, yeah. that's what we're taught you know what I'm saying yeah. and that's what society is it should be all inclusive don't matter you would think after slavery we would have this anger and this ill will towards white mm. people we really don't all we ask for is an even playing field bro that's the that's the god that's spot on that People are asking for equality, and and and, and I think it's fortunate for the fabric of America that Black people are asking for equality and not seeking revenge. You exactly. So <laughs> that, that, that's simple enough, in my opinion. You know what I mean? And it's it, the beautiful part about equality is that it's taking nothing from people who have considered themselves in charge. All of these years, it costs you nothing to cost you nothing to treat me like a human being. It, it costs you nothing to treat me the same way you treat your freaking neighbor. It don't cost you a damn thing. If anything, it's going to build and strengthen your neighborhood, and it's going to build and strengthen your foundation by treating yeah. me as equal. You know what I mean? And your bond with those around you. Absolutely, absolutely. So if anything, it, it does the whole fabric of society a, a great justice by having people on the same accord. People recognize kindred spirits. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They're more receptive to those. But when you come off as standoffish, right. then you bring that negative energy with you. Man, and you are, I'm sure you had in your life as well, when you have some people, you're like, man, I don't know about old buddy. His handshake don't match his smile. He just kind of... Exactly. But then he gets to talking or something. You guys actually end up having a dialogue about something. Your perception of that person that is there's some people i looked at like man i don't like that motherfucker. just on the site just like i don't even know that dude you know what i mean right <laughs> but then like man we got a lot in common like wow and then more times than not that's the case that is exactly. actually the freaking case you know what i mean and i just think we got to open ourselves up and just because my biggest fear in america right now is that we stay to divided for so long that uh, something will happen to Americans 
uh, to America that's going to force integration. You know what I mean? Whether it's a, a major national disaster or something tragic, unfortunately, and God forbid anything like that happens, but we only bind to each other doing tragedy. We only bind doing to each other doing you know terrorist attacks and shit like that. And that's unfortunate, man, because you should be trying to build these strong bonds with your neighbor right now. So in any event or some inevitable shit happens, let's say, I don't know, a fucking pandemic, you can rely on your neighbor. You know what I mean? You can look to your left, to your right, and, and know that that person got your best interest at heart because you have their best interest at heart because you built those relationships over time. And if you're not doing that, then not, not unless your neighbor just an asshole. There are, we saying this as if, Everything is all like a bag of puppies and rainbows. Exactly. I get it. America's exactly. not like that. There's some fucking assholes out there. You know what I mean? But that being said, you can you could build a community of people, of like-minded people who just want to live. You can build Wakanda. You can build that that utopia. You know what I mean? If you really put yourself behind it and you you elect candidates that want to have, want to see America progress and not go back to the days of old, the ideologies of old, you know? I'm glad you brought up Wakanda. Mm -hmm. He brought that white man into Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, which one are you talking about? You talking about the CIA dude that he brought in? Yeah, the CIA yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, okay, okay. He's in, why would you bring him here? That's his sister said. Mm, yeah, you know oh yeah. He just did the right thing. That's That's us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to be monolithic, that's us at heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We are forgiving, accepting exactly. people 90% of the time, bro. Exactly. This is what needs to be done. This is what I'm going to do. It's the right thing to do. Exactly. That's what he did. He said, this guy needed help. We have the technology and the know-how to help him. Why should I say him let this man die? You know what I mean? I think we've seen so much prejudice. Mm. We've seen so much hate, hatred towards us mm -hmm. that it killed it in us. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If that was a part of us, it's been killed because we've seen and felt. Mm. We felt what that's like. And wouldn't want to see that happen to any other human being again. Yeah. I just found out my grandma, born in 1920, mm. uh, was married to a white guy. She married a white guy. In the 20s? Oh, no, obviously not in the 20s. In the 40s. But at that time frame, he doesn't get married at 10. And exactly. <laughs> yeah, you going to high school? Nah, man, I'm about to get married. Yeah, but I had these kids. You know oh, these 14. Cool. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm dog. I got to get married. Shit. And his family disowned him for marrying her. Oh, wow. That's we talking about a well-to-do family. Now, was this in Virginia? This was in... Yeah, it's in Virginia. Oh, wow. Okay. My family has a name, a street name after him in Virginia. That's dope. Yeah. That's my goal. And they disowned him. I'm trying to have Fikes Town, USA. Let's do it. Legacy, man. Let's build legacy, bro. Like, again, that's, that's why life. I love this platform, bro. I don't give a shit if one person listens a week to be able to, to make your own content, be exactly. your own brand, start your own thing. It's, it's paramount to the creativity of America. You know what I mean? If we waited for anybody, any other country to do anything else, we would never be anywhere. You know what I mean? This is important for me because my son doesn't live with me. Mm -hmm. So if he ever wants to know, it's my dad on the line. Press play. Press. 
Run that joint. I'm a, I'm, he know I'm be honest no matter what. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's heavy. I love I'm it. You to really see who I am. This is who I am. I love it, man. I love it, bro. That's what it is, man. I'll tell you, there's, there's more in store for the listeners out there. We got some we got yeah. some brewing right now, man. Please stay with us. You know what I'm saying? We in the life is a walk, crawl, run phase. And mm. uh, right now we're walking. <laughs> we're not in the crawl phase anymore. We're walking. You know what I'm saying? And we lace up the shoes. Bro. We tying them up. We, we might start running very soon. Running. I'm trying to strap a jet pack to the back, son. Fire that joint up. Be a full, full throttle. You Let's know what I mean? It. Man, I saw I posted something the other day. Um, and it was like, uh, I, and I, I snagged it from a homie. I forgot who said it exactly, but it, it goes back to what we were talking about, about creating and, and just putting yourself out there. It said, it said, start the business. Worry about making it perfect later. And exactly. I think we, we handcuff ourselves so much. And I'm guilty of this. I, I am so guilty of this. But, you know, a great idea pop in your head. Then you start thinking about the amount of work and, well, nobody's going to support it. Or nobody's gonna buy it. Like if we had to took that that frame of thought with this podcast, we would never do anything. It would be like, well, nobody's gonna listen to us. I just like in having my, a conversation with my homie, so it don't even matter if nobody listens or not. <laughs> in in my life, I've made the, that mistake one time. Really? I made it yeah, one time. Wow. Actually twice. One was I was in a rap group and I was pretty good. Bars. And I never, I like, I like everybody else, like pursued it heavy, mm-hmm. and I never committed to it because I'm like, I, I got to work, I got to do this, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all, y'all 24 seven on this, like I can't do that. I got you. And I, I probably could have because I was only like 20, 21. Oh, and no damn bills, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Prime time. So old, bitter, back back then, no kid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 25 to the minute, throw 36 dollars on it, we good. Yeah, running back. Yeah, but like. <laughs> And then I had an idea about uh, the brake pedal. Mm. You know how it connects to the, the the light in the back of the car. Yeah. Making it pressure sensitive to where it's a bar, and then if you slam on it or you hit it to a certain point, the words stop show up instead of the whole bar being solid. Like stop, that mm. lets you know that the, per- the person in front of you is on the hard stop and it help prevent. Oh, like okay, because right now in tail. Right. Yeah, yeah. You just see a red light. You don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, is he hitting them hard or is he just tapping them? Like, I don't know. Exactly. And I sat on that because I, I was literally, I worked at a dollar store and I was, uh, I was like, man, the person that invented the windshield wiper, like, how did they come up with that idea? Like, mm. that is a standard on every car. Just imagine how much money they're making. Just, wow. So I was like, what kind of, <laughs> what can I come up with that's a standard? And that was my idea. But then I'm like, I got to get engineers involved. And the internet wasn't real popping back then, so it was like, mm. I got to figure all this stuff out, and I didn't have, like, the information sources. So, you know what I'm saying? I slept on that, and then now you got cars that break by themselves. That's true. Hell, autopilot. Exactly. But, but yeah. still, I mean, and people people do it. And um, I think for me personally, it took me I don't even know at what point in my life would I truly start to recognize that, that I had to change my, my my way of thinking when it comes to starting a business and putting yourself out there and just getting to the edge of that cliff. You know, that's the idea. You get to the edge, just 
oh, I got this great idea about this brake light. You get to the edge, and then you're standing there, and you don't know whether to turn around or to fucking jump. It, exactly. took me, it took me a while. I had to rewire some shit to learn how to fucking jump, bro. You know what I mean? And so now I don't even fuck. I, I don't even see the edge. I just dive off. I'm starting that shit. I was 24, and I, that's the first time I really reached that for that. Wow. And I was like, jump. Jump. Nine out of ten times. Uh, my my parachute ain't go over. Yeah. But that's fine. I mean, that's what it is, bro. We have to we have to take that same mentality collectively. Yes. I I think when it comes to whether you're whether you're doing a co-op with you and ten other partners. If if you got ten dudes that like to cook and all y'all got a thousand dollars, put exactly. that shit, put that shit together, B. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got a few homies that y'all like to work on cars together. Put it together, bro. Like I'm I'm trying to get a co-op now for flipping houses. There you go. Well, let's buy buildings. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. let's, you let's can, do it. I mean, there's so much abandoned. Even in my hometown, man, I, when I go home, there's, like, so much opportunity that I see when it comes to, like, old rundown buildings that used to be, you know, operating businesses when I was a kid. Right. But I look at them now, and they're kind of just dilapidated. But I see opportunity. And I think that my town is so small that people will be like, man, nobody about to come and invest in here. But that's, I mean, that's a void. Feel it. I, I would Make because something, create something. How how easy is it to get people to buy in, to want to work there, and to be loyal to you, bro? That's to me. I see the opportunity to essentially own your own freaking town, dude. There's like ten businesses on the main street in the hometown that just there. I mean, you put 10, 20 people yeah. together, you could own the whole freaking block. Exactly. Find what that city is missing. Find what that, that town is missing, and implement something together that the, the community owns. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna lie. I, I've been thinking about um, opening up real grocery stores in the hoods, bro. Like with fruit, fresh fruit, and all that shit. Get rid of all them food deserts. Exactly, because it's, it's it's ridiculous. So let's, there, let's, let's find people to do that. That's why when you talk about how this pandemic affected, you know, the black community, you know, and you look at the numbers and how disparagingly different that they are when it comes to the rest of, the, of society, it's because we already had a host of uh, of health issues to begin with, based on our current economic, you know, conditions and status, what have you. You know what I mean? If somebody's already morbidly obese and they're getting this thing and it's attacking the lungs, your respiratory, you know, integrity is already compromised at that point. You gotta tell me I'm fat as hell. Bro, no, I, I stayed at like 210, 220. Like now, I don't wanna tell you. But no, that's my thing though. I mean, I'm a chunky dude because I, I like to steal, you know what I'm yeah. But that's neither here nor there. But um, but just thinking about how health is wealth and you know, if you go home, <laughs> I go home now, man, and get like, oh boy, you skin and bones. What's wrong with you? You eating? What's wrong? You know? I'm like, I'm chunky as hell. You know what I mean? But because right. the BMI. Yeah, yeah. In the South, is that that's the thing, you know. Everybody's big in the South. You know, for the most part. But we have to promote because food is comfort. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, food is comfort. There you go. That's you know, soul food. But we have to promote the health in in our communities in order to get to the to the wealth. You know what I mean? And I think that's not it's not a lot of that going on right now. It seems like you would think more people in small towns like you come from would 
grow their own food. They do? Well, I know, you know, my grandmother, when I was growing up, she kept a garden popping. Right. That's right. right now, you can look at my backyard right now. Every time I move into a new house, bro, I start digging shit up in the backyard. I don't even hang pictures on the wall until I get my garden going. That's what's up. Like, I got to have these things in by fall. I got to have these in before the, you know, the, you know when the first, before last the frost. frost comes. I got to be on point because, again, you got to operate with that mentality that Walmart and I always be there. You exactly. know what I'm saying? I can't wait to see the uh, the social medias with this new mask mandate that Sam's Club and Walmart put out. I'm gonna be cracking up, man. <laughs> well, Walmart here said a couple. I told you a couple weeks ago that they made us start wearing masks. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. You did say that. So now they, I guess they're going they all the way home to get mine. They're going to all flagship stores at this point. From what I can, from what I read today, it's I like yo, mask up with no entry, man. I'm like, okay. They got people at the door, so they ain't gonna let you in. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. I'm like, this. What I don't know. Do? I just, I, I think I always look at it from a soldier's mindset because you can be dictated so many things as a soldier. Like, hey, be here, this right place, right time, right uniform, wearing this, exactly. my four, yeah, my whatever, and like, <laughs> you're like, Roger, got it. You just know to move out and draw fire. But then somebody mandates you to wear a mask in, in their facility to shop there for for your own health, you know what I mean? And for your for the health of just your everyday, you know, citizen, what have you. And people lose their fucking minds, bro. And you're not in the store all day. As soon as you walk out, take that shit off. Go back to breathing the death that you want to breathe. You know what I mean? So it's crazy, man. As adults, we don't like being told what to do. I and I, I do yeah. I get that. In the army, you hire a swallow. You don't like it, but you hire a swallow, and you like, that's what I signed up for. But still, even if I, if, if I, if I, like, I think for a lot of people, just a, it's a matter of principle. Like you said, it's just don't tell me what to do. I'm a, I can get COVID if I want it. <laughs> let me let me be generous and say only five percent of us probably ever served. I don't, man, look. You know what I'm saying? So the rest might not have that same discipline we had. Bro, they could have told me that if you open your eyes outside, like, what's that one movie, Bird Box or whatever, and you see demons, motherfuckers are still be there opening their eyes up, bro, trying to see the fucking demons, man. Like, for real, bro. I'm going to see if it's going to happen. I want to see. I got a constitutional right to see these fucking demons. Like, I want to see what's going on out there. That's how people act, man. That's so crazy to me. I just, I don't know. It's wild. <sighs> That's the world we in, man. People, man. Yeah. And then you don't, you don't mind your boss telling you what to do, but somebody else outside of that? Get literally, if you're not in charge at your, your place of employment, you've been told what to do, what time to be there. If you're not the if, owner, if you can be in owner, charge and still have a boss. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're not the one stop shop, somebody's telling you what to do. Exactly. One blank period. But then when it comes to this, the small little Small minor thing that nobody's even asking you to wear in your sleep. You just been asked to wear it when you're out in public. Then come on, man. I, I think that's a small gesture for for the sake of mankind, especially when the science is is coming around to the fact that hey, we can slow the spread of this thing. You know, we breaking new records every day, man. Like the Dow Jones, bro. And I just I, I it's beyond me. This mandate a monthly a month shutdown everywhere. Mm. Let's just kill it. I think what we've learned uh, over the course of this thing is how 
important a plan is, how important competent leadership is, and how selfish some people can be. I, I think that that's kind of where we are, you know what I mean? But even with the schools thing, you have no plan to ensure the safety of, of these students going back to school, but you harping it every single day. You It's the drumbeat. Kids got to go to school. You see Bessie DeVos every single day. And she can't even answer basic questions about the matter. And I'm like, what are you, like, if you had school-age kids right now, lady, you would be talking like that. When when she danced around that question, she did the whole pokey out that joint. Bro, she had a left foot in and a left foot out. Bro, she was like, I'm not answering that. Cause, cause, cause Can you protect the kids? Uh, they need to go back to school. Like, there ain't no answer. That, what kind of answer is that? So that means, no, I can't do shit for you. My boss exactly. is telling me that I need to come out here and tell your kids to go to school. So you may, let me get this straight. So they letting prisoners out of prison due to COVID early, early, commuting sentences early due to COVID just to try to break the cycle of the spread within the prison system. But yet, those same people can tell you that it's safe for your kids to go to school? Bro, my kid, got 20, my kid has 25 students to a classroom, B. 25 yeah. students to a classroom. Come on, man. Okay, let's just say, let's say all, let's just say all kids are asymptomatic. Every kid in that, all 25, right? But then they, they talking to the teacher on a daily basis. She might not, she, she can have all kinds of issues. So now you ain't here, now you combat ineffective, as they say in, in the army, because now your teacher's all sick. And they walking out the job because they don't want it ain't it ain't gonna work anyway because there's so many kids that are asthmatic. Exactly. There's a, a number of implications that these kids have, man. And I say this right here. What what is with, with the, the news of a new vaccine possibly in the works or possibly coming out within the next six to eight months? What is that? What why can't why can't we wait an additional six to eight months to, to have these kids go back to school when there's a vaccine available at a large scale? Especially when you have the availability to 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 learn online. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you think about it, fucking 15, 20 years ago, you had an online education, online college degree, you cast with son at you. Like, uh, you got a fucking you went to Brown Paper Bag University and got a degree. But now name one college institution in the world that does not have online capability. Exactly. So that's you know, the it's a domino thing. effect though. So you mean, yeah, I guess my point is, if I can get a master's degree online or a PhD online, and it holds the same weight as that person that went in and sat in that classroom. Every day, drove in the classroom. And why can't my, my, my kids' education online mean the same thing? And I'm not saying that's a one-size-fits-all because I think everybody's situation is different. In my case, I think my family, we're, we're fortunate and blessed enough to be in a position where we don't have to say, Okay, kids, you know, y'all gotta go to school because daddy, mommy gotta go to work, you know. But I know that's a reality for a lot of people. But in that case, that, I, and they I, don't have the technology in their house to withstand. Right. So there are many kids going to school at the same time. So, and that's my point. So, if if I got twenty five kids into a class, and I know that ten of those or five of those don't have internet at home, I know the the economic conditions of of this right. family. Then those are five kids. I'm gonna say, okay. Let me get those kids in the classroom. Let me social distance them. Everybody exactly. else that have the capabilities and availability to zoom in, let me do that for those kids. 
Because guess what? Now the kids that need to be in the seat, I have them in the seat. Those who can be at home and learn distance, I kept them safe and I kept these kids in my classroom safe, those five social distance and safe throughout the entire school process. I say you buy 10, 10 computers or 10 iPads or whatever for each class. There you go. And you rotate the kids through. That's it. Certain days you got to show up at school. Still, even if... I, I think, like I, said, I was saying and like you touched on, I think it's a domino effect. Mm. In order to get the parents to go back to work, you got to get the kids out of the house. Mm. So they playing that angle. That's what it is. Exactly. That, oh, shit. I never thought about it. You can't open back up fully. Yeah, we can't get it. Oh, man, I swear I never thought about that. I Until you just said it. That's why the show is so important. Tune in, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> but for real. Aha. I, 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 I never <laughs> considered that because, shit, that would make sense. Why else would it be harping for kids to get out of the house and just exactly. so they can go back to work so those unemployment numbers can go back up? Exactly. Wow. Yeah, that's heavy. Look at you being all insightful and shit. I mean, you know, I try to bring the comic relief most of the time, but I, I thought a lot. I'll be serious. I'll be, you know what I'm saying? I'll be serious all the time. Shoot. In nah, my sleep. Yeah, man. That That's factual, B. Damn. I ain't wow. Yeah. Okay. That's heavy. Because we're thinking about it right now. People got their grandparents looking after their kids. Like, yeah. It's it's tough on everybody. It's stressful on everybody. So, to alleviate that, send the kids to school. Mm. Then you ain't got no reason to be at home, parent. You can come to work. We open all the way back up. We live, baby. Yeah. We live. Come on down. Come get this COVID. You got some? You want some? And they willing to take whatever losses come with that. Whether it be students, teachers, whatever. Did they say like only a certain percentage of the students will be affected? Or right. Shit, she said the other day. I looked at the lady, and I think the number equated out to like fourteen thousand children would die, based off of that particular percentage that she stated. I'm like, wait a minute, lady, that was somebody kids, dog. What are you talking about right now? And we all know when they round, they round to the lowest number they possibly. Yeah. You're That's the number gonna, they share. Not gonna guinea pig my babies, bro. Straight up, I'm sorry. I it's will quit my job tomorrow, and I will become a de facto homeschool school teacher. Me and you too, because I had to rely a lot of it on it to learn yeah. seventh seventh grade shit. But real talk, Why man. Why not? People do it every day. That's, that's the sacrifice you have to make for your kids. Man. No, absolutely. And these are trying times. And when times fall for it, you got to make drastic measures. You know what I mean? You got to have drastic times. Just ask the uh, the owner of the Washington Redskins. These are these are some uh, some tragic yeah. times. And when people start pulling money away from you and your franchise, you got to take drastic exactly. measures. Because when the fans requested that you change the name because it's offensive, you're like, ah. Eh. They still buy season tickets. Exactly. But when the money, see, people got to understand the power of the dollar. That's it, bro. That's what T.I. tried to teach him with Gucci. Nah. Understand the power of the dollar. Follow the money. So when FedEx pull out and all these other major corporations pull out, you're they done. They just showed you the power move. They showed it to us. They showed, bro, pay attention. 2020 vision. They showed them the power move. You would get what you want when you take your dollars with you. Are you willing to lose the naming rights to the stadium? To the whole stadium. Right. Ain't ain't it's no more. Probably like 10, 20 racks a year. Bruh. That's easy. No, easily. 
talking about Millie. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Real talk. That joke's a whole up, man. We can we can call ourselves something else. We can have this exactly. Money. <laughs> All the money you still hit the bank account. Yeah, Flip a coin and come up with a name. Did you see the one dude? Some I guess some guy. In that uh, in that area, bought up all like he went through like a whole list of crazy potential names for the Redskins, and he and he uh, bought the names and trademarks to all of those names. Why not? It's like five dollars appreciated. Yeah. So now they're trying to buy him out because he has fortunately picked one of the names that they wanted. Uh, lifetime season tickets and a couple million. Bro, you know, how smart is that? You talking about a guy? Yeah. That seized opportunity, man. He's like, oh, wait a minute, this is about to happen. Hold up. But they started doing that um, years ago when Twitter and stuff first came out. Yeah. People started taking other people's names and and just Making having like 20, 30 Twitter accounts. Just, you know what I'm saying? Just to have the name. So when that famous person came in, it was like, I'm trying to get that blue check. Uh, uh, you got to cut me that, that blank check. I'm going to need to buy your name back from me. Exactly. How much your name worth? <laughs> how much it, how much is worth to you guys? Exactly. That's crazy. And I can't even be like, Ugh. you know what I mean? But dollar speaks, man. Same thing, Nick Cannon. Dollar speaks, bro. You know, and I I I look at that situation. So I had to get educated today from a fellow coworker, man, uh, who's of the Jewish faith. You know what I mean? Because I, I really like I not that if something is blatant anti-Semitic. You know it. You know what I mean? It was like a lot of the new one stuff that I had to have him, you know, educate me on, bring me out of the darkness on. He did a great job for laying it out for me. You know what I mean? So you need to bring him on the show then, because I need to hear this. Oh, the brother, he's also my business partner, man. So real insightful cat, man. Loving the devil, man. But uh, you know, and he's he's breaking stuff down to me. I said, okay, I, I can see that how that came out the way that came out. Because in my head, initially, I was going for Dwayne Wade. Like, man, fuck that. Yeah, all right. You know, supporting. And then like, oh, wait a minute. OK, OK, there we go. But I think what Viacom missed was an opportunity to educate. And the same thing, I, I had to get educated. I allowed myself to be open to receive an education on this matter to see why it was perceived as such or how it could be perceived as such. So educate me and the listeners who watch that. So oh, this is what I, I will not do for the sake of this this particular topic. <laughs> <laughs> I will not attempt uh, to regurgitate what he told me in jest, because I, I would not do the translation in any any justice, right? So we can get him on the show, and we definitely will get him on the show, and we can explore that matter deeply because and I will I think, withhold my opinion on it. Yeah, no, absolutely. But we can talk about uh, Viacom letting him go. We don't have to talk about why they let him go. You know what I mean? So if they let him go, what I'm saying is, again, another opportunity to kind of educate, bro. Mm -hmm. So there's opportunity there. And the guy worth $60 million. I, I don't think he's heartbroken. I think it's more... It and he got other opportunities that you're already working on. Yeah, and I think it affects those people who were depending on him being there for those particular shows. Uh, yeah, like, Wildin' Out, the Wildin' Out crew yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. I think it affects those guys a lot more, man. But that's, that's that's what you have, right? You have that situation when you don't have agency in your shit. When you don't I, own your shit. When you're not the... 
the creme de la creme of your own thing. When you can be fired, you're doing something wrong. Provocateurs of your own. Yeah, if you don't have everything for you and by you, then, bro, it is what it is. People are going to look out for their bottom line at the end of the day, regardless of what kind of money you bring to the table. I don't like the generalizations that came out. Like you said, it was an opportunity to teach. Mm -hmm. Because whatever he missed in saying what he said, I missed in listening to what he said. Me too. That's why I had to ask the homie. Right. I don't have a phone a friend that I can call and well, give me knowledge on this situation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, and no lifeline out there for me right now. Yeah, call. because I had... Exactly, bro. But And that's why I think that opportunity was so important. And I, you look at, like, Deshaun Jackson, for that matter. When he said something, was that last week? The first thing, you know, people said, hey, well... Just, and he apologized. He recanted, whatever. Because people say, yo, man, that's kind of that's kind of whack. God is wrong. Explain to him why it was wrong. And then people say, well, you know, here's an opportunity. Well, come and go with me to, you know, Auschwitz or what have you. Come and visit it for me. Come visit some of these Holocaust, Holocaust, Holocaust. Ah, I stopped drinking on the podcast. Holocaust sites, you know what I mean? And so he took him up on the opportunity because it is a great opportunity to to be informed. You know what I mean? How much did we say on this podcast out of sheer ignorance? <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Especially in the beginning. Um, it's amazing to me how quick people were to call him out mm. and call out Nick Cannon. But you got Trump saying shit all the fucking time. And they're like this. You heard it? I ain't hear that. That selective, selective phrase. So it's almost like, see, black people, y'all not perfect. You know what I'm saying? Y'all say shit all the time too. Blah blah blah. Mm. It's like, it's like, but now you know how it feels to be me. Yeah. And what are you gonna do about the shit that happens to me? Mm. These people made mistakes, and they're they're learning from them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the thing. They're learning. But you letting Trump get away with immunity. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, like what are we I, doing? We that, that that to me that shows the divide even more. I think you're 100 percent You got canceled correct. before the shit even hit the damn airways, bro. Bro, he was canceled before the podcast got posted. Yes. That shit was supposed to post today. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. That's that's crazy, um, but you, you're 100 correct. If you're gonna hold some people accountable, you gotta hold all people accountable. That's all we asking for, man. That's equality. That's exactly. equality. If you're gonna hold, you gotta hold everybody accountable, man. Shit, hold. hold. I I I I'm a lifetime learner, bro. I I I love the opportunities even to go back to school and learn new shit. And it's, exactly. you know, obviously you don't need college to be successful in this world, but I, I just, I, I love to be in a room of thinkers, whether it be if I'm learning how to be an auto diesel mechanic or am I learning how to be an HVAC fucking guy or am I or, learning how to, to be a scholar in, in academia? Or, or just learning, how about learning more about the person next to you? Yeah, that too. You know what I'm saying? Too. Because it's that's, it's, man, last time I checked, we get one crack at this thing. 
And, and I don't know how many people got that many chances coming back. Anybody ever came about the grave and said, hey, go round two? I don't I know. have no quarter in my pocket that say yeah. one up. I got one life left. Yeah, you, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? <laughs> I got one more chance. I fucked the last one up. But so yeah. I think you got to learn what you can and experience what you can and love who you can and to really get the full manifestation of, of the, the, the physical form that we're in right now, man. And I think it's, it's vitally important to do so. You know what I mean? So well, teach me shit. Fuck it. One thing. Don't be an asshole when you try to do it, though, but just teach me. <laughs> when they said people are asleep mm. to what's really going on, I think that part's true. You said this part is true? Yeah. I think a lot of black people are just sleepwalking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or we're in that half days. Like, you know how you get that good deep sleep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wake up and you're in like that half haze where you, yeah, yeah. you, you functioning, but you ain't really focusing on nothing you did all day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where we are. I don't feel like we're fully awakened yet. And I feel like we have the potential to be, but you have to have the follow through that's required in order to get there. I think we-, we Like you said, we gotta be willing to jump off the cliff. You gotta be willing to jump, man. But unfortunately, I think we would never be, I don't think collectively we would ever be. Um, and I, and I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't say that out of, low expectation I, I say that off example because i think where we are right now as far as being to have the availability of knowledge that we that we currently have the uh, opportunities that currently exist in the world either one or two things going to happen either we're going to progress forward and there are going to be even more opportunities and even more ease of access to knowledge and understanding and to, to have an open dialogue and conversation to be able to grow more as people, either that's going to happen mm-hmm. or I think the powers that be are going to find a way to dial it back. And I think fortunately, unfortunately, rather, right now, some people are comfortable being ignorant. Exactly. You know I mean? Some people dwell in and you always, no matter what walk of society, no matter what race, color, creed, nationality, origin, whatever, sexual orientation would have you will have those people who are comfortable where they are, whether it be out in the sticks of West Virginia or whether it be in the, the Bronx, New York, nobody left their borough. You're going to always have that. I'm you glad know? you said that. Huh? Because I, I, now that you say that, I lied earlier when I said I only messed up twice. <laughs> so I didn't jump out the window. It was the third time. Yeah. I, used to be, I used to be part of a youth group in church. Mm. You know, I used to help out with the kids and stuff. I've been told that I was going to be a leader for my whole life. Mm. My whole life. Um, what I learned is when I'm not in the leadership role, I don't get attacked. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. dude, I was in two cards in this in like a week's time, like one time. So, yeah, like I felt like I was trying to take, you, trying to take your boy out. Wow. Um, so, like, Playing the sideline was a lot easier. Okay. Because I wasn't a threat. Because I wasn't using my voice. Because mm. I wasn't doing what I needed to do. That that go coincides with the rap thing because that was part of using my voice. Okay. Um, I'm very comfortable in my skin now. <laughs> so it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh man. I, I, 
I bet I think it's since I was like 30. It took me till I was 30 to really get comfortable. I feel like, you. This is who I am. They're gonna love it or hate it. Either way, as long as I wake up that day, I can handle whatever happens. And it's power in that mindset, ain't it? Uh, it's freeing. It's liberating, bro. It's it definitely. And 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 definitely. I, I think um with a lot of the youth today. Um, because they got so many outside influences and so many just outside distractions, more than what we had, obviously, growing up. And right. Uh, so right now, we, we have access are, to way more. Right. We, we're pretty much the people that we're going to be at this point. <laughs> right. You know, but as they still, in their formative years, and they still learning uh, uh, what society has for them and what life has for them and who they want to be in this world, man, I think they... They experienced so many different pressures, you know, trying to get to that one singular point that you just stated, bro. Exactly. And once they get there, they'll get there eventually. But God, I, I can only imagine. And, and I say that because I was talking to one of my homies the other day and he was talking about one of the pressures of his kid um, just being in school and, you know, what 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 harmed themselves, you know, you had like cutters and things of that nature, these kids right. and adults for that matter too, not just put it on kids, man. But um and it's uh what it's self mutilization mutilization, I think is what it's because that was their outlet to Yeah, and it just so so much stuff goes into that um for the mental health aspect that us us as our current age and he's our age, my guy. And so, you know, I had to tell, well, what I said to him was that it, it's going to be very hard for us to understand that because we didn't have, we didn't necessarily go through what they went through, you know, or they're currently going through. And so I think that's where, where I'm always preaching mental health, bro. I, Me too. Because like, again, there's so much healing that needs to happen in, around the world, and especially in our community, bro. You ever, like, and I had this thought today and I wanted to say this, I'm like, so when when old folks always say about little kids, like that boy been here before. Look at that boy, he already doing this, like babies and shit. Oh, that boy, he, oh, he been here before. And so think about, it's not even the point of that, that child being here before, being some kind of resurrected soul or anything like that. It's the matter of forced evolution, right? Exactly. Generationally, within that, that's manifested within that kid because we are our ancestors, right? And so, it's the, that forced generation, I mean, that, that forced evolution in that child that make him, you know, talk sooner, walk faster, or walk sooner at an early age, or what have you, the case is. Or, or at one or, years old, they can handle your phone and right. and just do whatever they want to do on the mindset already, you know, self awareness within their physical space already. Because look, look at generationally where the psyche of slavery and how that forced evolution within the black community up to as this a survival point. tactic as a survival tactic absolutely because okay. shit you can do that anything with, with, with mice or what have you right the next three or four mice on the line are gonna know if i see this this is fearful you know what i mean exactly and i think they might not know why but might not know, know why yep. but that that gut reaction that visceral reaction to seeing something that how, how do you know how to run from a cat yeah absolutely Absolutely, bro. And I think that's what we have in, in the black community, man, when we like, man, oh, what about this place? Or what about that place? And why can't they just get out of this? And it's, it's just that, that survival instinct, that me versus them, or 
by myself, you know, whatever the case may be. This is just one scenario I'm just talking about, but I think that's where the mental health experts come in because we go through so much that we don't even realize. We learn to compartmentalize and every now and then those compartments get leaks and they leak into other facets of our life and prevent us from going forward, prevent us from growing in society. So I was one of those kids that held on to stuff. Mm -hmm. Held on to stuff, held on, held on, held on. And then one day I would just explode. Yeah. And they're like, that's so out of your character. You're a quiet kid. I'm like, because I'm not saying what the fuck I'm, I'll be wanting to say. I've been in a quiet you know rage. I've been in a quiet yeah, exactly. rage this entire exactly, time. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And then when, I, when I'm spewing and they're like, well, you can't still be mad about that. That happened like a couple weeks ago. Like, that ain't even, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I just been holding on to it for that long. And then after people said to me a couple times, like, man, you need to let that stuff go, blah, blah, blah. I just learned this. When I'm in that moment, I'm just going to let you know then. I'm yeah, not gonna wait. Just get, just give it to hold me. it. Yeah, you can't take this, man. It's so, and it, it is so important, man. Um, and we have to break that stigma of seeking for help, asking for help, man, and and understanding what good help looks like because you can you can get some advice and it may not necessarily be in your best interest. You know what you I mean? Know, you know what I think, fights. I think. Mm -hmm. Instead of having traditional guidance counselors, I think they need to have more like psychologists mm -hmm. slash guidance counselors because they wait for something bad to happen in the school to bring in grievance counselors. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like let let's have that available because most people, most kids, I think that's what they think their guidance counselor is to them anyway. Right. Until they show that they're not. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like the kid will try to tell them something and it's like, well, that ain't my lane. So I'm going to get Yeah, it. like, I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. You ain't talking to me. So <laughs> I, I think we need more people in place on a daily basis. Mm. Somebody that could, when you have trouble kids, somebody that could talk to them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You got a principal, a vice principal, a teacher trying to give guidance when they might not be the type of person to be able to give that guidance. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they they might be battling their own demons and be like, well, well, shit, I had to deal with with that or worse. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that's you know what I'm saying. What's the first thing we do? Exactly, we compare everything to our our. There you go, to our experiences. Yeah, that's exactly. you're 100 correct, bro. Exactly. That's exactly what we do. We say, oh man, I mean, that ain't shit. What you crying? I'm guilty. I got three boys. I'm guilty. What well, ain't shit? Start crying a little bit. water drive on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Take a knee and drink water, high speed. You know exactly. <laughs> But you want to be kid ain't tough enough. Y'all ain't, ain't like us. Bro, I'm so guilty of it, man. And I have to I have to check myself, man. Me and my wife had a conversation the other day. I said, you know, it's one thing in particular I, I asked the good Lord to bless me with every single day. And she was like, Well, what's that? And I was like, it's patience with with our kids. Because I understanding, I'm trying to understand what how they're experiencing. Life and as it and they're processing it different from and you. then processing different from where I was raised because I got it from the mud. I got it. They they got different luxuries and amenities and so on and so forth that I never would have dreamed possible throughout hard yeah. work and dedication and blessings, bro. Like, you know what I mean? When opportunity meet preparation, that could build. And so exactly. I, I look at that. I be trying to um, just you know come to grips of how they're vision visioning. Um, 
their current status in life, man. So that's like, um, it's weird because I, you know, I. So my son was born in two thousand four. Mm. I've never beat my son at all. Mm. I used to always talk to him like he could understand what the hell I was saying. Right. And he, you know, typically did understand what I was saying. And you Straight know. Up. Um, I used to get beatings as a kid, like, they, I mean, like, pop off, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, you did, you in the store reaching for candy, pop off. And then I started, I think Louis C.K. and uh, Cat Williams talked about it in their comedy. Mm. And they were like, you know, they're kids, they're supposed to want candy, they're supposed to want the yeah. cereal. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, I had to like really check myself and be like, okay, that didn't really work on me. So why you am I perpetuating it? So wh why would I do that to my son? So it made me like, I had to consciously like, when he did stuff, like not, you know, the first thing you want to do is hit him. Snatch him up. Nah, let's yeah. talk. Like, now if you do this twice, you know what I'm saying? No problems the second time, but we're going to talk about it the first time. I think that's where I am, man, and that's where I've been um, just just with the kids in general, my kids in general, just because you're right. And we got to think about where – so let's let's peel back the onion, right? You know, I love Atlanta rabbit hole. So when we talk about our parents, right, our parents are 65, 70, probably. Exactly. So they got it from their parents. Their parents were the, you know – Shit, they were just coming out of reconstruction. Shit, you know? Exactly. Like my grandma in 1920, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? So imagine how they learned it. So in turn, they put that learned behavior on us, which in turn, okay. we put it on them. And some of us um, in, in the community, man, we still do that to our children because it's learned behavior because that's the way we got it. You know what I mean? But it's and a, personal a part of it, I think, is your situation, too. There you go. 100%. If you're struggling, you're frustrated every day, you get home from work, you're tired. Like, I don't live that life. So, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot easier for me to, to, to not be as, like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, you're not worried about the bills, man. Right. But then, I'm not a single mom with three kids trying to figure things out. Yeah. And then again, and then and that, that single mom with three kids needs somebody to talk to. You know what I mean? That exactly. goes back to that mental health aspect that we were referring exactly. to earlier. And, and, and it's up to us as that personal responsibility, that personal accountability to break those cycles, to, to stop that perpetuation of, of, oh, I got a whoop, I got to be out of my frustration, and you taking it out on kids, man. Or not, not, not even all of that, to that extreme, that's something a little more docile, just like, you know, back up. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, 100% right, man. I think that we're, I would like to think, again, I, I can't speak for, for, for every single brother in the hood or every single sister in the hood, man, because, uh, again, you know, the whole point is, is to change the situation for your for the next generation and to right. leave this particular life better than you found it, man. And, I, you know, life is like a car, bro. If, if I'm an 81 Cadillac, my, you know, my oldest son is a 2008 Cadillac. He should have more amenities in his Cadillac than I got in mine. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? And my, my middle boy is a, a 2012 CTS. He got he got a little more speed on that thing. You know what I mean? Exactly. My baby is a 2016. He got serious satellite sunroof. 
everything in his caddy, man. But it all started from that 81 Cutlass. <laughs> no you know what I mean? Cigarette yeah, light yeah you know what I'm saying? Man. Roll down windows, no oh, locks. I still had a carburetor. There wasn't no fuel injection. Oh, what about the, the bucket seat in the front? You know it? Come on, man. <laughs> a couple times talk to him, warm her up. You know what I mean? Exactly. Come on, baby. Don't do me like this. Come on, baby. That's when your car had two keys to it. You had a, a key, an initial exactly. key, trunk key, three exactly. keys if you had to if you had to put a fucking lock on your uh, your gas tank. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Or your glove box. Yeah, or your glove box. Man, whatever one of the trunk usually fit the glove box. Yeah. Uh, some cars, but but not that's that's what it is, man. We our, our kids should be better versions of us, and they they we should work hard to ensure that that happens. So, in turn, from a legacy perspective, that they work hard, you know, for their children to better the understanding the legacy of uh of, of the family, man. I tell my son everything, you know, legacy, your name means something and it should always mean something to you. I don't give a damn if it's, you know, well, I guess I shouldn't say I don't give a damn, but even if it's a de facto slave name, right? right. At the end of the day, if you owned it, you own it, now it's your name. Exactly. Now, now, now you have what a responsibility, yet yeah, right, to make your branch of this tree stronger than all the other branches. You know what I mean? You have that responsibility, son. And, and that's what I have to try to continue to reemphasize my kids, man. I think that we should all do that if um, if we're doing this thing right, man. And and ask for help. Man. A lot of people just, back in the day, the village used to raise the kids. You know what I mean? I couldn't do shit up the street. By the time I got home, my mama knew about it. You know what I'm saying? They only had house phones back then. That's the crazy thing. That's about how the fuck she know I cussed this old lady out. <laughs> I look, I got in trouble a couple times. He cussing at the bus stop again, yeah, girl. Oh, girl, you got to hit me <laughs> boy out here. He cussing bad. Talking bro, look at her. Exactly. What he said, girl? Mm-hmm. She been on the porch waiting on you. I think we need to stop cutting down our kids, too. Like, yeah. You ain't gonna never be nothing, boy. You just like your daddy. You ain't gonna never be nothing. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, well, your daddy ain't shit. You ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> you dumb as hell. And you know what I'm saying? Like kids take that shit to heart. Bro, I'm telling you again. That's 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 behavior I had to correct because I come from a culture, military-wise, when you you call it where it is. Exactly. You can't come home and do that. That doesn't that doesn't bode well, <laughs> you know what I mean? But you're used to saying. I take that drill sergeant hat off. When you when shit fucked up, shit fucked up. You used to getting an ass, you know what I mean? They gotta be like, don't explode. I'm about to cuss this little joker out. You know what I mean? You gotta calm yourself down. I think kids today are so advanced in areas we didn't expect them to be advanced in, mm. and sometimes we forget how old they actually are. I had to keep reminding myself when my son was younger, like the joker only six, man. He only got six years experience. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just some stuff he don't know. Yeah. You know <laughs> like, yeah. Don't learn from this mistake. Let him learn from the mistake. Bro, I'm living it right now. My son, shit, flooded the whole damn house yesterday. I got about twelve thousand yeah, dollars damage, and I'm like, dude. And, and luckily, I was at work, so I was like, it's only you, you're insured. Had to, you know, tell myself these things prior to getting home. You insured. It can be fixed. It's only drywall. It's only carpet. It could happen to anybody. It could happen to anybody. You're going to put hardwood in that room anyway. I had to <laughs> tell myself these things, you know. And then, see, my dad would have came home with the belt. Bruh, my dad would have left work. <laughs> yeah, that, that's another thing. Yeah, it would have been a half day. 
you got to ass whooping because you make him take his personal time to come whoop your ass. Exactly. <laughs> you exactly. know what I mean? It's crazy, man. But we are, man. We're getting there, and I, I think it's a beautiful journey. And I think just in the meantime, we just got to respect respect other people's journey. Um, I, I, I think not everybody's on the same level at the same time. Not everybody's on the same level at the same time, man. So it really does not matter um, what leader we have leading this country because if we care about each other and our communities and we're, we're forcing those entities to grow, it don't matter who are the talk, talking bullshit. It really don't. You know what I mean? I'm invested in you, brother. I'm invested in my neighbor, whether he know it or not. I'm invested at, at my job to my coworkers because if, if they eat well, sleep well, and live well, that in turn, that happy condition is infectious. It should lift up my day and I'm not having a bad day, which in turn, I bring that good positive energy that I have from my work experience back on to my kids and they continue to live and even grow off that same experience. So that's why we have to be invested in one another, man. And I ain't mean to preach just then, but- No, no, you good. That's just what it is, man. That's how I feel about life. I I wanna add two things to that. One, Mm -hmm. treat every day like it's payday. Because you're never as happy as you are on payday. You breathing the air, baby, you getting paid. (laughs) Look, even if you gotta use all that money to pay the bills, you're just happy that that check came. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then two is, Instead of treating other races as a monolith, mm. let's treat humans as a monolith. Mm. And if you're going to treat one human good, let's treat all humans the same. I'm all good, man. On that note, sir. That's all I got for you. It's always real, baby. Always a pleasure, <laughs> man. Appreciate all the listeners out there, man. And hopefully you got something every single day. We try to give you something, man. So please check us out on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Podcast, um, YouTube. Get ready to drop here this week. By all means, shoot us an email, tintedrealityshow at gmail.com. Please email us if you want, you have any show ideas, or if we missed the mark somewhere. That's yeah. the thing about us. We're two military cats, we're used to correction. You can't really give us on-the-spot correction because of, you know, we're not doing it live yet. Yeah. So, you know, email us. Hit us on IG. Hit us on Twitter. Let us know what you think. We can only make this better if we get your feedback. That's it. And guess what? We are not professionals at video editing software. We learn this as we go. Adapt with y'all us. Y'all can see the video right now. I got my door behind me and the damn curtain window. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Just take the opportunity to grow with these people. Love and respect, yes. my brother. Love and respect. Yes, sir. We out. Peace.